So I appreciate everybody joining me for this Hate Me Now, Love Me Later segment. Hey, Christian, you should tweet out something, man, that we're live right now because I've been so busy. I've been on this meeting uh, for the last hour and a half, so I appreciate you. I ain't ate shit all day. I'm eating a fucking cookie right now. Uh, big day. Coach Zach Smith joins us on Menace Monday. Also, uh, as I told you last week, Coach is going to host the show for the remainder of the week. Um, he'll have his own host and co-host and everything else. Plus, he'll do a great job, man. He is what he is. You guys love him already. So, um, it's going to be a great, great deal. Um, so, I appreciate everybody coming in. Today, we will have Zach Smith coming on early. So, he'll be on the, in the first 15 minutes of the show. And then uh, we'll have him on. And then I'm out of here. I'm headed to Arizona tonight. Um, to go hang out with Pat Perez and some live golfers so we can say fuck the PGA and everybody else. I'm with that group. Um, this show is brought to you by Bet Online, though. Make sure you guys head on over to Bet Online. Um, got an audio clip for that now, so I don't got to fucking say it no more. So head on over to Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. With training camp right around the corner, Bet Online has opened up odds for team wins, division futures, and of course, the Super Bowl. Head on over to the website, betonline.ag. Use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Well, all right, all right, all right. We're back. Online, continue to be the number one Uh-oh. source for all your betting needs and sports info. Fine. Okay. Uh, this is a brand new feature for us, so we just figured that out. Um, great show lined up today, man. Me and Zach will talk about everything in between everything. We're going to talk about RG3's top five quarterback list that he dropped, and then we're going to also uh, break down some other things. So, um, quarter of the day, though. Let me give you the quarter of the day to get you guys started on this this great menace Monday. Let me pull this up real quick and put my ticker down here. Um, quarter of the day, real quick. Being brave, oh, that's not it, fuck. Loyal people take shit more personal. I'm just going to break this down before I give you the quote. Loyal motherfuckers always take shit more personal than unloyal motherfuckers. If you have never figured that out, everyone always talks about, damn, coach is serious, he's an asshole, da 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 Now, you know why? Because loyal people take shit personal. You know why, though? Because at the end of the day, we would never have did that shit to you. Loyal motherfuckers don't do the shit that some of you fucks do. No, that's why we take shit personal. So, loyal people take shit more personal because we would have never did that shit to you. That's what the quote of the day is. Make sure you use that shit in your everyday. Put that shit on your damn bumper sticker or something. Um... Real quick, contrary to belief, we're also brought to you by Blue Chew and BetOnline.ag. Um, not all jobs are for you. All folks who wear uniforms are not all heroes. I just wanted to say that, contrary to belief. Not all jobs are for you. I mean, there's a lot of cops out here who look at Uvalde, a lot of cowardly cunt fucks who uh, basically allowed a lot of cats to get killed. 
they shouldn't be cops. Like, there's a lot of football coaches out here who fucking shit on a lot of kids, lie, lie, lie to them every day in recruiting, sell them a dream, and then they walk on campus, they walk right by the motherfucker, right? You shouldn't be a coach. You shouldn't be in the community service profession, in my opinion. Um, <coughs> contrary to belief, your girlfriend doesn't really have guy friends, quote unquote. They are fucking, just so you know, I want to clear that up. Girlfriends don't have boyfriends, quote unquote. My friend, he's just, he's gay. Shut up. No, he's not. He's fucking. So make sure you're clear, contrary to belief, girls don't have guy friends. Stop lying to each other. Stop lying to your man. And if your man's believing that shit, then you got the right one because he's naive as fuck. I'm just telling you right now. So make sure you realize that shit. Um, Just because there's a wreck on the freeway, you don't have to completely fucking stop. Contrary to belief, please stop all the looky-loo shit. You don't have to completely fucking stop. So please stop doing it. Um, Lot to get after today. I'm gonna. Uh, we're here already. I'm gonna give you the word of the day, get you started, a little laughter, comedy, um, and then after that, man, it's 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 go time. Bring Zach in, get Zach as long as I can get him. Uh, Zach's busy as fuck too, and does his own show on YouTube. Hopefully, you guys are following Zach on his show. Um, and I'm gonna give you the word of the day. I, I got the ghetto word of the day for you guys. Banquet. All right. If you were the real homie, you would be down to rob this bank with me. Banquet is an actual word that motherfuckers use and put them in a sentence, put them in terms like I used to use growing up. If you were a real homie, you'd be down to rob this banquet. Me. Banquet me. Make sure you clear when you use that shit. It's actually bank. It should be in my contrary to belief. B-A-N-K. But you motherfuckers say banquet. You ghetto fucks out there. Uh, say banquet. Let me give you the poll question of the day real quick to get you started because that'll start some banter with me and uh, Zach. Um, How many dates until you feel like it's okay to have sex? Poll question of the day. How many dates does it take until you feel that you can have sex? Um, I don't know. Chop that up. Bring that in. I want to talk about it. You guys can all bring that up into the deal. My pet peeve of the day I want to show before I bring Zach on. Whoever dresses up their fucking dogs. Whoever dresses up a dog should be fucking castrated. I don't want to see your dog. Damn, Lucy. Lucy said first date. Fuck it, huh? Lucy's a writer, girl. I hear that. Hey, shit. First date. Hey, it is what it is, man. I appreciate it. Um. Man, let's give let's not make my man wait. Zach, we're gonna bring Zach in and get after it. Zach, what up? What up, man? Hey man, how many dates, dog? No, it's gotta be the first date. It's gotta be the first date. Cause like this is my thing. I think when you the, when you get older, I think it changes the game up. Cause like I'm, I'm not gonna like, I'm not wanting to dine in you no more. It's Taco Bell and to the like, house. We're grown now. We we're we're not in college, we're not in high school, like 
hey, we're going on a date. We're going to get to it and see, see what's, what's happening. <laughs> hey, I got to be. I'm serious, man. Motherfuckers. I'm t- when you're younger, yeah, okay, let me. I got to earn it. I got to go take you out and all this shit. But, man, I'm going to be honest. Like, we're, if the sex is shitty, there ain't going to be a second date anyway, right? No, no, no chance. And nowadays with the way, the way dating works, like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to need to see you naked before we even, we even go on a date. Like I need, I need to see what's, what's at the end of this thing here. <laughs> what do we got going? So now that it's all, fuck, you've already seen it anyway. Cats in the dick pics and fucking all that other shit. Anyway, they already know before you even see each other shit. Like, listen, this is what it is. You, oh, is it man. a go or no? <laughs> Hey, LeBron James went to the Drew League. It's here in Compton, man. It's a huge thing every summer out here in Compton. And it's like, you know, it's right in the, it's in a ghetto, hood-ass middle school. The Drew League's been there for fuck forever. And everyone's hyped up. He had 42 points. He hasn't been in the Drew League since 2011 when he was younger. Um, But the motherfucker, all my boys were there. They're all hitting me up, sending me videos and shit live. They're all at, they're all at the thing, and they're like, "Dude, this motherfucker's two of thirteen from three, though, and missed a layup to go to overtime." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just like, really, I've heard of the Drew League. I wasn't really familiar with it, like until all you know. Of course, it made a huge news story. LeBron showed up to the Drew League, and. But, but man, he looked like he was running through him on some of those drives, though. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck was he playing against? I didn't see That's a fuck. That's what I'm saying. See, I'm sitting here like, what is this, a high school game? What the fuck is this? It's, it's Drew League. It's like pros, but I'm like, well, who the fuck? Where's the other pro? Like I don't, I'm looking like I don't know. I don't know not one of these motherfuckers. No, nah, it was motherfuckers that were playing against me at the park the night before. <laughs> right. So, I mean. You know, he set, he set that shit up. He's like, listen, I'm going to come, but you got to tell me who's coming. And make sure there's no good players there so I can just go off. <laughs> Kyrie, ironically, don't show up. Yeah, right? So, I mean, ah, shit. Uh, how, about, how about Deshaun Watson? They say he's going to sue the, the NFL if he gets suspended. You saw this shit right but, here? Yeah, I, I saw it. But, but here, here's my thing, right? And I've been saying this forever. Every time some of this shit comes up, like, what are they going to suspend him for? Like, the court of law said they didn't have enough evidence to prove that he committed a crime. Who the fuck is the NFL to sit here and say they have enough evidence that he committed a crime then? If, Man, if, I guess Goodell is like the judge and jury, though. Have you heard this whole he thing? He is, though. Yeah. So it's, you can you can literally bullshit. have a court order that says one thing or the other, and he can go the other way? That's what I hear? Yeah. That's what and you understand? That's how you understand it? Yeah, that's how I understand it. I'm very, I'm very interested, dog, because I like there's a lot of money riding on it, and you know the owners control Goodell, so oh yeah, if they're gonna tell him, it, it's it's one of those things, and it's 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 what's wrong with the the whole world right now. And I mean, shit, I, I was a vi- I was a victim to it. That's how why I got fired. I got fired for something that they literally investigated, and people that are paid to investigate shit came back and said, I don't know if it happened, but you know, there's nothing here that says it did. And then I get my ass fired for it. It's the same thing. Why is Deshaun Watson? I'm not saying he didn't do it. Right. But, like, if you don't know for sure that he did what what the rumors are, how can you kick this? How can you keep him off the field? Like, I think he'll win the lawsuit. He he might. But I I think he's going to miss the season. I do, too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying once he files suit, unless he gets some type of, uh, you know, um, restraining order that says he can play and tell. um, Yeah, right. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting, man. Emergency judgment to say, listen, 
you know, we're going to sort this out, but in the meantime, you can't keep him from playing. A judge would have to do that for sure. Yeah, it's going to be very fucking interested. So I'm letting everybody know, um, everybody's in the chat, make sure, because they're all excited when I told them, they're all like, oh shit, so we're still going to be in, he's going to be like you in the chat. I go, yeah, he's going to, he's going to have his, he's going to control the thing. And I said, (laughs) the chat is going to be in there. Plus I'm sure your guys will come over. Uh, are you going to have your guy come in your co-host on occasion? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He'll come in for, at least for part of it. You know, we'll get you on whenever you can. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'd be good. I'll probably be on. Maybe I'll be on a golf course, fucking loaded. I don't know, like fuck, talking <laughs> shit. You know, we'll, I hey. might be there with somebody because fucking um, uh, um, Johnny Manziel plays the course all the time when I'm there, and he's just dressed yeah. up in like some fucking loud neon shit. <laughs> and I'll talk about. Maybe I'll get him on the fucking thing. I'll be like, hey man, why were you so shitty? Um, right. After hey, your high Browns fan, run. so we could get Johnny Manziel on. He's gonna have to answer some fucking questions. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, I, I, shit. I've talked to all kind of people I know that coach that motherfucker. They're like, God, he didn't have no desire, dog. He, he was already a millionaire. His parents were so rich, he had no no drive to be great. He is like is the living example of don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> this man was a Heisman Trophy winner, first round draft pick, still didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> for what? Then he worked, he worked out in his fucking uh, pads, and everyone thought he was the best thing going. Hey, everybody's asking, is that a Clippers shirt you got on? <laughs> it, it, it is a Columbus Clippers shirt. Yeah, I knew it was something different. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, hom- they got this homage, this t- t-shirt company here in Columbus. They sent me a bunch of shit, and the really? Clippers was one of them. Hey, so did you see RG3's top five quarterbacks? I didn't see the list, but I, I can just imagine. Oh, my God, look at this shit. Oh, Lord. So, of course... RG3 is now like the fucking go-to guy for fucking, I guess, data. I don't know what makes him. Warren Sapp came out and blasted him. I don't know if you saw that video, but Warren Sapp came out and was like, who the fuck is RG3? He was horrible when he got to the league. He was hyped up after he won the Heisman. He gets to the league. It was average Joe shitty. And then he has something over Dan Snyder and the owner of the of the Redskins because I guess he had a book coming out about being fucking, I guess, like, the violated sexually. I have no ideas. The rumors. And now hey. the book sees. Did you hear the book just stopped coming out? And then the motherfuckers on every platform. There is known to man. He's on Monday Night Football now. He took Randy Moss's job. Like it's amazing. How it's the amazing. fuck? Oh, man. Um, it's, it's, it's mostly amazing to me when I see some of these former players up there talking because it, it doesn't take that much. That much knowledge, that much football knowledge to make an everyday fan go, holy shit, like I'm learning a ton. It doesn't take that much. You watch what Tony Romo does on TV. It's like, yeah, I mean, he's telling you some good stuff, but it's not that high level. Or Dan Orlovsky's going to break down cover three and like draws a, a line to show that you can run a seam route. And it's like mind fucking blown. I can't believe it. This guy's brilliant. And it's like that being the case, when they put some of these people on, they don't even know basic football you're like what the what are we doing hey that's why dan reached out to pat mcfee to get a hold of me at, when i was going hard on on dan on the show all the time i'd come on pat's show and i was talking about dan and me and dan have had phone conversations now and he's a great dude i never said he wasn't like that was my whole thing i'm like right. dude it ain't about you as a person you're making a lot of money to tell the layman's folks out here in layman's terms you're telling the general population in layman's terms that this is cover three when it's not, when this is inside zone when it's not, 
And I'm like, it's counter read with the QB. And you're pulling guard and tackle. We call that counter, big dog. And I'm like, it ain't zone. It's mind-blowing. Hey, so mind-blowing. So I want to do a little segment with you. RG3 is saying that Lamar is the number one ranked guy. So we just saw his list. I want to make sure that everybody out there, so you know you're not going to just start talking shit and hating. RG3's list right there. Top five. Lamar Jackson, number one. And so I wanted to use Zach's time for a couple minutes, and I wanted to share this with you guys. I'm going to flip the screen here, and I got the I got the capability now to make this even bigger, and I can put me on oh, here yeah. now. So we're going to break down Lamar Jackson real quick for all you guys out there. We're going to show you a couple things, okay? Um, I wanted to get in. I wanted to get Zach's perspective because Zach's a wideout coach, and he is coaching the wide film, okay? As the head coach in the OC. I always love going straight to the end zone, and I know Zach's going to oh, yeah. attest to his coaches always wanting to watch the end zone, and I know he wants to watch this version right fucking here. Um, I want to point out one thing, Zach. I was breaking this down. Now, we're looking at the split of the wideout, obviously. NFL hashes are different, of course, but wideout's going to run a now slant. We're going to send the fullback here in the flat. We're in fucking 30 <laughs> personnel, by the way, and... Right. Uh, that's another thing the layman, the people won't understand. Me and you are going to talk, but we're like, who the fuck? You're in 30 personnel with the guy that you're putting as the number one quarterback. If he was the number one fucking quarterback, they'd be in 10 and 11 throwing it all over the place. Shut up. But anyway, I'm going to point out that I think any good quarterback, Zach, could fit this slant in, the, in, in right now after this backer. Uh, after, this, after this backer right here. Um, either does that or does this to take the back for the normal fan out there. This guy right here is going to run a slant and we're throwing in at that next level, Zach's level, even at the big boy college level, we're throwing into windows and we're trying to hit him before he breaks. We're trying to throw the ball. It's called anticipatory, you anticipate anticipatory throws. So, right. I want you to. I want the coach. To, I want you to take coach's word. He's coach is going to coach up the, the the deal from the wide angle, and then it always looks different from the tight. And me oh. and Zach can argue whether he thinks we could have fit this ball in. You might say, dude, all my quarterbacks at Ohio State could have fit it in there, because I could tell you right now, fucking Malik Henry would have fit it in there on last chance you. So, what do you think about this? It's a it's it's a play action. It's not RPO because the quarterback's head is to the backfield, so we know he's not reading nobody. Yeah for the normal fan out there. So this is a play pass all day. Sitting there holding his dick. I mean, yep. he's got action. And, you know, for me and you, we'd have been like, how about the back door with free access? How about the backside oh, X hey. back here that nobody's going to discuss? How about this? Because this but guy this is, is not a fucking – he can't stop that. <laughs> Here's the problem here, right, is because you're talking about RG3, a guy who didn't make it in the league as a quarterback. Like, everything you just said – that's pre-snap. Pre-snap <laughs> right now, you got to play action. You got So what for what reason would you ever go through the play action when you got free access out here? The run action is going to bite that safety down anyways. You have an easy pitch and catch. Now to your point, I'm with you. He definitely could fit this slant in off run action, but what it looks like to me is this is a play that John Harbaugh designed to give him a nice easy flat route to the fullback and that bitch and honestly that's open too. I know. I know. The flat route is open. I, I put it outside, and that is a five yard gain minimally. Hey, we call those leverage throws, right? Throw that bitch in front. Right there. Throw it. 
Everybody's open. So when when everyone from the this chat and everybody else is going to see this film, they're going to be like, Coach JB, there's no way this guy's he, there's no way he could throw this in there. So I want to show everybody from an end zone point of view, so you can te- you can see our angle that and how it happens in real time for everyone out there that doesn't think he could have fit it in there. Okay, so I want to break this fucking play down. Here's the read key for the QB. He's the only guy that can stop this slant. If he gets depth, we know we're going to take the back. If he chases the back, we're going to try to fit that slant in before this backer gets there. So we're just breaking down common stuff. And I want you to see right now the ball should be thrown to the slant if you're a legitimate quarterback. You agree, Coach? Without a doubt. I mean, right there. Look at that, Coach. Right, you, Look at you gotta that. let him come off that little token fake, but that ball should be screaming right off that line. He ain't getting that. He don't even see it. No. That ain't Ray Lewis either. No, <laughs> no. I mean, come on, man. That's and you take a sack, coach. Take a sack. This is the number one guy on RG 3s list who everybody's paying big money to go be an analyst for. Here we go. Is another one. Here we're three by one, ten personnel now, which we know is his not his strong suit. So he's reading something. I tell coach, I don't know. You can coach it up, but I, I and I just want to show a few plays. I got If you're going to run triple the whole time, coach, which Harbaugh has designed them to do, like we talked last week, every one of their quarterbacks comes in to run the same offense. You got to be an actor as a quarterback, and 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 this is a bullshit job. If you're going to really sell your soul on this offense in the NFL. That is a half-assed job by the Q. That's coaching. He's looking back already. He's jogging. Everyone sees in America he's giving the ball off. And I want to just show the end zone copy so you can see when we coach up quarterbacks and shit, when we coach it up in the triple, we're trying to get our arm action. We want to carry the fake. We want to sprint hash number sideline, which is triple option rules. Um, He's just not doing a good job at it. Look at that shit. And you want to sell your soul on this shit. And this is something that these normal folks don't get. Like, RG3 has no fucking clue because he was never fucking coached himself. No. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, though. With this offense is, I mean, this is like a gimmicky high school offense right here. Oh, dude, it's, it's fucking You have bad. the number one quarterback in the NFL. You don't run all this bullshit. <laughs> the fuck? Look how late this motherfucker is. Look at this, coach. He has a fucking stop route versus one high, and the ball's coming out eight seconds late. Like, you got press. And you know in the NFL, coach, we throw we throw man press hitches. We don't throw everything fade because it's so low percentage. But look how late he is. He who is he looking off, coach? The free safety's not coming down driving on a hitch. He's trying to look this backer yeah. off right here for no reason. I mean, He's inside you, the hatch. This you, guy's not dropping that, and he ain't dropping well, you, it. And, and look at his eyes, coach. Know. His eyes are holding the free for some reason. When all we have to beat is this guy. I mean, this is this is. You're talking about high school football. <laughs> you can't take a three-step drop and throw a hit now. A three-step drop from from the gun. A three-step drop. You're in the gun. You hit. take a rocker and throw it, right? Rocker throw. It's quick game, man. Now, I don't even teach a rocker coach in quick game. I'm catching and throwing. Top, but he has free access. He should just rocker throw. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pathetic. It's pathetic. Here we go. Tight coffee. I want to see his eyes. His eye. Look at this coach. They're in fucking 40 personnel. <laughs> <laughs> We're making up personnel groups in the NFL to your number one quarterback, RG3, number one. All that, 
And think about it. All those motion shifts, that formation, that personnel group, all to throw a hitch. <laughs> hey, here we go right here. Last play, coach. I just want to get your perspective. We got a fucking, we got a reduced fucking X receiver who's a tight end. Here's what it is. So everybody out there that doesn't know football, we're going to tell you real quick what it is. We're reading a defensive end in a run scheme that he can hand the ball off or he can throw a looky route or a gift based. And this is what we call, this is triple options, just so everyone's clear out there. He can give the football. This is number one option based on the DN. So if the DN were to crash, he's going to, he's going to keep the football like he does. I, I think he makes a bad read, but this is my point. If he crashes, he could give the football. If he goes, stands up and goes up the field, we can give the football to the running back. Now, if this guy crashes and we pull the football, the quarterback's number one next second read is this backer. Is he chasing him or not? And he makes all the bad decisions on this entire play. This entire play is all wrong. And I want you to see... First of all, the DN should be Miles Garrett's in his face. The ball could easily be batted or picked here if it was right. Yeah, it's a handoff. It should have been a handoff. I want you to see where the run. Just watch the running back. We'll go real slow here for the, for you all to watch this running back. Guess what? He scores. He actually probably scores. This is why this is so so important to coach this up when you're running this offense. But let me show you the end zone real quick. So we know we're reading Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett gave you a give read, quarterback. We should have gave the football off. We got blocked, blocked. Receiver tight end blocked. The running back is gone because we make a bad read and his mechanics are so bad. Then we just we we we, we throw this ball to heap out here, a tight end for a first down and all. But look at the run game. Just further proving he's 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 got he makes horrible decisions in this in this game. And, and I'll end with this, Coach. I want you to – this is what you were talking about the other day. I had uh, Bernard Pollard on who exactly said the same thing. He goes, this guy's just running around 40 yards at a time to gain one yard. This is literally the definition of it. He's going to pull the ball when he should have gave it. He's going to run 140 yards laterally, and he's going to gain one yard and then have to come back to the huddle, Coach, and fucking ready to go no huddle again. This is the shit but, we're talking about. Receivers are blocked he, it up. He, he's running 30 yards. He gains one yard, coach. And now he has to look at this shit right here. How about give the football? Well, and, 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 and here's my problem, right? This is you run it back all the way to the beginning. This is, this is the problem. You want to see why? No, right there. The problem with the NFL here is they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, they don't. They, they don't know what zone read is. They don't know all the minute, like minute details. Like this some bitch, they blocked the read key. How the fuck would you block the read? No, no, nah, nah, coach. This is what it is. So I, I've dissected this, and and uh, you're right. They're running. They're running double option based on the backer. So they're reading the backer on this one. So watch them read the backer. They're blocking up the base, and they're reading that backer right there. So it's just old school. It's RPO with double option. I was doing it a while back, but they're basically reading the backer. If he scrapes, give it. If he pulls it, if he if he comes down in the box, keep it. This is my whole point, coach. He's the read key in this in this double option look. Coach, look at him. Look at his ride. Look at his action. He he should have said his front foot should be right yeah. into the line of scrimmage. You should see his back exactly. arm into the line of scrimmage. And that probably gets him to bite on the run game. And then you keep the ball and go this way. I mean, look at this. The linebacker sees everything he does. 
Yeah, I mean that, that that play design is solely to just run a sweep with Lamar. That's and it. You could tell that's exactly he, right. Look, he has no footwork. He doesn't even take steps. That's exactly right. And look at that, coach. I mean, that's that's almost like a token fake quarterback sweep, is what it is. Yeah, it's bad. Look, look at look, oh, awful. And, and I want I want you to see this real what, quick. Uh, I know I said two hell? plays ago. Look at this. They're running a fucking play pass drag drive concept, and I, I want to show this from the wide angle because. I want to show you how a number one quarterback throws and how, how bad this is. First of all, this guy is going to be wide open. So we're high-low in the mic. He's going to run a crosser. He's going to run this. Either He's got either or, basically. Good quarterbacks actually throw this right here at Ohio State, I probably. Say, I was going to say, he, he's got his second one coming bigger than shit. But look at this. His front foot should be stepped. It should be pointed out here. So the ball ends up being thrown yeah. here, not here. And, and we're in cover one, and everything's zero to these guys because of Lamar Jackson's inability to throw the football. So if the ball's thrown out here, which it should be, he's running away for a touchdown. I want you to see Absolutely. the accuracy of your number one ranked quarterback. He catches the ball, has to stop on the hash and slow down, <laughs> and gets he catches them, coach. And I know you as a wideout coach would be pissed off because the ball should be thrown here. And yeah. it's like... Homie, what are we doing? This is the number one guy in your opinion. And he's getting paid how much? Like, get the fuck out of here. I just can't understand. He can't be serious, though, right? Like, he's he's in the bottom half of the league in any analytic. He had 16 touchdowns and 13 picks. Like, you can't be serious. Why? Because the guy can run? That's, that's what it is, yes. It, like, in the NFL, it's like, dude, are you shitting me? Like, I can't understand it. I can't understand how... You can put this guy there because why? Is it just because you want this guy to succeed because he's getting blasted and all this? I don't know, man. I, I don't understand it. Um, he's he's That's a bad deal to me. I don't understand that deal. But I got I two mean, questions it, for you. And if it's, if it's an athletic thing or if it's like maybe it's a black thing, like I'm taking Kyler Murray over Lamar every day. I'm taking like probably taking Dak. I'm probably taking... Yep. Uh, I probably take Fields to be honest because I can. He's yeah. younger, so I can coach him up a little bit. Uh, yeah. I think Lamar is stuck in his ways at this point because he's only twenty four oh, years put, old, put, and he's going to get a two hundred million dollar deal. You put you put Justin Fields on the Ravens. I'm I'm taking him on that roster over <laughs> over Lamar. Uh, so I got a deal. I want to get your take on this. I know you're not an NFL guy, so I got college too, but. I wanted to get into top five NFL coaches. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to do the fi top five college coaches, in your opinion, right now. I'm going to just do it based on – I'm going to do it based on winning right now. So, yeah. in, the, in the NFL, I'm just going to go off the of basically the big dogs because they're, they're winning, and then I'll give you kind of my take on the other guys. I'll put it on the bottom down here. But Belichick's number one, obviously. Right now, he's the GOAT. I'm putting Tomlin at two – He's won two. He's been to uh, three, I think. He wins with a lot of, uh, I think, a lot of drama. How he handled A.B. Yeah. for all those years, and then A.B. leaves him, and then A.B. becomes A.B., and nobody really knew it was A.B. the whole time under Tomlin because how tightly knitted he kept it. I have right. to give him a lot of credit for that. And um, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon no Bell. Cupcake. Fuck. No doubt. You're right about that. That's another one. Didn't even think about him. Um 
So I put Tomlin at two. Andy Reid, I put at three. Went one, went went to one in Philly. He's done a great job. Obviously, we know his offensive mind. He won one. He's been to two in Kansas City. Um, I'm putting him at three. I'm putting McFay at four because he's been to two. He's won one as a youngster. And I got Carroll rounding it out because he's also been to two, one, one. And then I'm kind of adding college into there, even though I'm not. But it's it's kind of like how great he was at college, too. Um, now, there's some other worthy ones, but... I, I just think a lot of these NFL coaches, like you said, we got the mad scientists in Miami now who we don't fucking know what's going to happen. The Ram, the Ram OC who didn't call any plays is now in in, in, in Minnesota at the Vikings. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard to, to pick NFL guys because they after Belichick, and, and in my opinion, Tomlin, Reed, you know, Bruce Arians would have been in there if he was coaching. I'm only using guys that are coaching right now. Uh, I would have had Bruce Arians in top five for sure. Um, I don't my, know. Do you have I, a take on have NFL the, guys? My, my, I'd have the same list. I, I would flip uh, Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid just because Andy's done it twice. And I think I think Mike Tomlin's been outstanding, but he took over a really strong cultured organization that Bill Cowher had built up. And he certainly, I mean, he certainly's done an outstanding job, but Andy Reid's done it twice, right? He built Philly. He built Kansas City. And he just... I, I think that's he's a good point. Outstanding. I agree. I kind of agree with that. That's a good point. Um, see, that's why Zach brings out all that real coaching shit. Um, see, he does a coaching show all the time. See, I got to do all this other bullshit. See, cut Zach folks on to football. <laughs> you got to talk about transgender swimmers and shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Fucking flippers and shit. Uh, <laughs> flippers. <laughs> all right. So you would have just switched those two. Um, I'd switch those two. And, I, and I, I think Mike Mike Vrabel's doing a hell of a job. I, I, I don't think you could unseat any of those coaches, but I think Mike Vrabel. What he's done with the, the run game and just the organization as a whole, I think he's been great. He is. I see what's his name as a, as a horrible failure. You coach with them, obviously. Uh, I just don't think – I don't think it's, it's – I think it's just too much of an alien for college guys who have never – if you're if Pete Carroll was an NFL guy first. See, people don't realize that. Yeah, And right. he came to the NFL and won. Jimmy Johnson was on rosters. Coach college came back to the NFL, won Super Bowls. There's are only there's two unicorns out there, Carroll and Jimmy Johnson. Nobody else has ever done it, never. So never, you know. I just think rules struggling coming from college to the NFL, and I think he's understanding that this is just an alien life. I probably I, I don't know if, if 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 this is true or not. You know him much better, but I would I would bet at home at night he's he's like fuck. What college job can I get my ass back into? I, I just oh, there's no, that's how I would look there's at no it. No doubt. There's no doubt. I think he's, you know, he had a very, like, I think a two-year stint as the assistant O-line guy at the Giants, which that what is, you don't know the league really, right? You you maybe learned a little bit about it, but you're not an NFL guy. But yeah, I think, I mean, I think he's done an okay job, but it's just, it's, it's almost an impossible jump. What are we talking about? Two of the greatest college coaches in our lifetime, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, both epic failures. And shit, Saban was an NFL coordinator. So it's just it's it's a different world, and I think a lot of it has to do with the organizational structure and who's making calls, who's drafting who. Because I don't know if Matt Rule could be a great NFL head coach, but I know this: nobody could with the the moves they've made in Carolina. So I mean, it's just an unfortunate. Now that's part good of point. The NFL really, that's good point. They're so handcuffed and strapped yeah. at that level, man. And, and that's why that's why Urban's failure is even more epic because he only went into it if he had full control. So he had full control, and he fully fucking controlled that thing into the side of a mountain. <laughs> uh, all right, so 
I gotta bring this piece up real quick since I, I got you for a few minutes. I I I want to talk about the top five coaches, but I gotta talk about my f- top five side pieces real quick first. Oh yeah. So last week I talked about my so- top five side dishes for food, and I'm like, you know what? I should have said my top five side pieces. So my top five <laughs> side pieces for everybody out there. I'm gonna use people because I probably could go on Instagram and pick out fucking bitches nobody's ever seen before and be like, these are better, way better. But I'm gonna talk about people that are known and. Uh, I got to bring up my top five side pieces. They're on the bottom down here. Vanity, for you to don't know who Vanity is, for all you youngsters out there, if you don't know who Vanity is, Vanity was, um, she was a singer in real life. Um, I don't know if Christian did pictures or not. But Vanity was on a, uh, called The Last Dragon, which is one of the most famous, like, dumb karate movies ever. Uh, show enough. If you don't know who that is, you need to go watch Last Dragon, okay? Vanity was like my fucking crush as a youngster. So you guys got to go peep that out. Uh, a lot of trolls around going around right now, social media and on this. Vanity was the, the Last Dragon. Was um, She's fine as hell. She passed away, actually, in 2016. Um, that would be my number one right now. Amber Rose, because I like thickness coach i gotta have some body on him i gotta have some ass alicia keys is just very well-rounded she can fucking play music um sing she can play instruments all that shit she's Um, a unicorn yeah she's she's a unicorn yeah she's a unicorn um that's my third one fourth one marilyn monroe marilyn monroe is fine as hell she's from compton a lot of people don't know she grew up in compton um selma hayek another one i like ethnic i like ethnic thickness um and so and now there's a lot of bad white girls i like too but they're on instagram and shit so i like nobody knows them um you got five you got five are you who's just not your number one you gotta help me out here qualify this so is this women that were side pieces or potential side pieces it's just it's just your dream list oh shit megan fox is one See, yeah, yeah. See, you're that real white guy, coach. You're that real white guy. See, I like Megan Fox. She's fine as hell, but she's too thin for me. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I, I'm with you. She's just, she's bad. She is, and bad. she's with the fucking goofball, ain't she? Yeah, they all are now. That's I like know, the, dude. It's the, the trend. It's like crazy. Skinny white guys, like 110 pounds, like tatted up, look like they're on meth. Like <laughs> they are. They gotta body. be on meth. Gotta be. You can't. You can't be six four, one ten. Like that shit, you die usually <laughs> unless you got meth pumping your heart. Hey, you you'd kick that motherfucker out of your office if he walked in and playing wideout. Oh my god, yeah, done. Ba- Megan Fox, okay. Uh, no porn stars. They asked me, nah. I, I want real. I don't want no porn stars. Been ran through fucking by every motherfucker nah. you, you've seen. I don't. I'm good. Scarlett Johansson. I know it's another white girl. That's fine. Yeah, she's not on my list. I'd have to really think about that. Yeah, I know. Megan it's a tough Fox one to put you on the, on, the, on the spot for. But Megan Fox, a good one. Um, but I had to get that out there. I just wanted to put that out there. I want everybody to know my side. Those are, those are my side pieces you guys don't need to know about. Um, <laughs> I got to uh, – let me see. Let me get Zach's name <clears throat> on the bottom. So I'm going to talk about – I want to get into coaching, college coaches. Um, I know this is uh, – coach is going to have some great shit for you guys this week. Um, this – Top five college coaches, um, in my opinion. I'm going to just put it on the deal. I'll put my deal on. And then, uh, and now this is, I'm basing it only off of winning recently, coach. So, like, that's, yeah. that's just why I'm putting it on there. I would have Urban on there just for you and for the fact that he's one of the greatest ever, but he's not coaching, so I didn't put him on there. 
Um, For sure. I'm sure it would be back. I don't know. Um, but here's mine. Obviously, Saban starts it off because he's won. I put Dabo in there because he's most, I guess, recently he's the most, you know, relevant as far as he's won two. He's been to four. Um, you know, his team's. Arguably, with your Ohio State team in Alabama, have been the top three most loaded teams in the last probably six, seven, eight years. So, I mean, I, I have to put him there. Kirby, because he's obviously just won one. He's been to two, played Alabama as good as he can. Again, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to continue to stay relevant where Alabama's always relevant. I don't care after a down year or not. They're going to be right back. And then last two are very interesting because either one is one a natty. But for what they have and get to work with, um, I think yeah. Winningham's done a hell of a job at a Utah team who used to be a group of five school that he's come into the Pac-12 and done a good job with and just kind of played old-school smash-mouth football. And then Kalani Sataki, good friend of mine, number one, but he does a great job. I think he even should have had some consideration at USC for quite his cap, but you know, a lot of cats weren't ever going to bring that up. Polynesian coach. Um, grew up together. Good, good dude. I think he's done a great job at BYU for who they fucking have to play uh, for the most part, with a bunch of white, slow Mormon kids. Right. You know what I mean? Even though they're 30 oh, yeah. years old and grown men, um, he's getting out athlete all over the field every game, and he's winning those games, and he had a great couple years, I thought. I thought their old line play, and, and then with Zach, uh, the quarterback, I thought that, you know, those two were uh, – he had pretty good fucking – pretty good couple years there. Oh, he, uh, he's done know. a great job. So I think the only guy that is on that list that I just I, – I don't see it. And I know you're not wrong because he's had success, but it's Dabo. Like, Dabo's such a goofy bitch. Like, just being around him – I spent a week down at Clemson with Tom Herman just studying his offense, and it's like you could tell that that was one of those, like, he's a figurehead head coach that really wasn't coaching. I mean, he, he wasn't the CEO. You had guys like Brent Venables ran the defense. Jeff Scott ran the offense. They had great recruiters. And as those guys have left, he's just kind of fallen apart. And 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 so I just... Yeah. He, yeah. Who's the other OC? He had Morris. He had Chad Morris. Chad Morris. High Jeff school guy. I mean, he's had, High school he's guy. Had, yeah. And, and Chad Morris did a great job. And when we went down there, Chad Morris was there. And you really walked in. And we walked out after three days like, what the fuck does Dabo do? Like Ch Chad Morris was running every aspect of the offense. Brent Venables was running every aspect of the defense. Dabo played golf, showed up in jeans. G golly shucks us to death for an hour and then left. And it was like, this guy's not a football coach. What is that shit? But I'll tell you the other guy that does a hell of a job considering is Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. I mean, it's good one. It's as I mean, you can guarantee every third year they're going to be really good. And the other two years they're going to be awful. Because he develops players, develops a culture. When they're senior laden, they're always going to be a really good team. So I, I think he does a great job. What do you think about Matt Campbell? I like Matt Campbell. I, I think he should have never taken Iowa State. That that is a, I agree. That is a job you just you're you're never going to get over the hump. And I mean, my grandfather was the head coach at Iowa State back in the seventies, and it's been I mean since he was there. They haven't sniffed the Big 12 championship. And I mean, my, I think my grandfather was the last person to win what was the Big Eight back then. It's just, you know how it is. It's tough. It's a tough job. Uh, but I think Matt Campbell does a really good job. Yeah. Who, who, who's your dark horse guys out there that I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but you, you brought up some good ones a few weeks ago. What, uh, who do you see out there that should be coaching? Like, we well, talk you know the guy that doesn't get much credit right now nationally is Mac Brown. 
I mean, what the fuck? The no, guy built no. Texas into a monster. He left and it fell apart. Then he goes back to North Carolina, which he, by the way, he had already built North Carolina into a beast, and now he's doing it again. You're like, it's 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 almost. I mean, it's just at Matt eighty. Brown is like, or however unhappy. fucking old he is. How old is that fucker? Eighty. Fucking old as shit. <sighs> but he's like that guy. He's like Snyder, the dude from Kansas State. Like he just can do it. Yeah, yeah. He's like a Pete Carroll. I mean, like to me, yeah. if Pete Carroll went back to college, I think he'd do it again because like he just yeah. got that energy and. Hell yeah! I don't know. You like Kirk Ferentz? Um, I do. I think he's. I think he does a good job. Consi- you know, in that job, I don't know that he'd be a good head coach anywhere else. I agree. But I also think I won't. I won't say he's overrated. But it's like it seems like every year Kirk Ferentz is on the hot seat and ends the year in discussion for coach of the year. And I don't know how it works, but like he's always kind of just average, and he's never really leveled Iowa up. He just has always had them consistently tough. Like they're not, they're, they've never been an easy win. Yeah. Yeah. They're just tough, hard nosed fucking backwood yeah. farmers. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Are you a Jimbo Fisher guy? Uh, not really. I think he's kind of, he's just kind of a douchebag. I mean, he's a good football coach. I know that much. Offensively, I, I know got- he's a good coach. Um, I don't believe he's a good manager though. I don't believe he's a good manager of people. No, I, he don't do and, shit. And- he don't do shit. He just wants to call plays. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Just I always I always kind of read people's demeanor. I think you can learn a lot just from how people carry themselves in interviews and you know, just clips from practice. And he just he seems like a whiny little bitch. And you can't be yep. a big time like you're talking about elite now. We're not talking about just a decent coach, like elite. You can't be elite if you're just whining like a little baby all day long. Yeah, I, it, it's it's crazy, man. Um I don't understand it either. Christian, make it uh, members only, man. You got all kind of trolls in there. Um, put uh, Alan and, and uh, TJ as moderators, though. Um, man, it's yeah, I don't know. It's just it's unbelievable. Um, so what what day do you think? I mean, when are you going to start? Like for tomorrow, are you just going to one to two? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go one to two. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's why I told Pacific. him. Um, so one or two, you'll be here, and uh, we'll get it going, man. And like I said, I, I, I'm working on getting all you, getting you that film and all that other shit too. Oh um, yeah, and then we'll uh, turn it up. Hell yeah, turn it up. Hey, Zach's will be here, man, with his with his folks, and uh, and uh, have his co-host come in, and 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 he'll just be have he'll just have a show, man. And like I said, he'll, he'll do a hell of a job. And then uh, make sure you go on over to his show. Um, put it. I'm gonna put it back on the ticker down here. Um, Make sure you got out going over to Zach's show and check his show out. Plus, on social media, follow him around and um, all that type of stuff. Um, any 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 new news you heard about or, or NFL news or any college news that you know about? Uh, no, you know it's it's that time of year where people are just making up bullshit. I um, saw your show. You and your boy were talking about like it's too fucking hard to predict shit. Like I don't. I, no, I would it, never it, predict shit right now. It's stupid to try, right? Like people that do it now is like, even if you're brilliant and you know everything, like you have no idea, you know how much development happens in training camp. Like there's no way to know what's going to happen yet. And to sit here and predict it's nuts. I did think it's crazy. I was getting torched. I, I think Georgia fans are some of the most passionate fans in the country because wild stat that, that Georgia right now only has one. They're only going to get one kid in the state of Georgia out of the top 10 prospects after winning a national championship, that's just wild to me that, and I I really feel like Kirby's fumbling the bag. Like he had a perfect opportunity 
to go out and get like a legendary class, just won a national championship, like really cement themselves opposite Bama as a power to be reckoned with. And I mean, they have the seventh ranked class in the country right now coming off of a national championship. It's just a. And how about the kids they've lost? Oh my gosh. The kids that are just jumping ship transferring. Yeah. What's going on? So what the fuck's going on there? That's the question. And you had how many guys get drafted? That's a hell of a recruiting tool. Like we just had fucking 10 guys get drafted. I mean, and, and I'm getting all the excuses from Georgia fans like, well, they just raised $225 million for facilities, so they don't have the money for NIL. I'm like, shut the fuck up. They, everybody's got money. Every college football program has money. It's, it, I'm, you, this stuff always shows those red flags early. Like, shit like this starts happening. It's like with Michigan. They finally have a good year, and immediately Jim Harbaugh is trying to jump to the NFL for some shitty NFL job, and you're like, wait a minute, Why? He should be parlaying this shit into success, future success, but he didn't. And it just makes you wonder, like, what's going on at, at Georgia when your your best receiver transfers to Alabama after you beat Alabama to win the national championship? That shit doesn't happen. Could you ever see this in the in the world we live in? You ever see Jim replacing John in Baltimore? Who? I don't know. I think I think Jim Harbaugh is. Uh, the shtick has kind of worn off. People are kind of seeing him, seeing him for what he was. He he had a great reputation because he was at Stanford with a bunch of linemen and tight ends, and he fell into a guy named Andrew Luck. And all of a sudden, he was just the best fucking thing ever. Went to the NFL, you know, made it to a Super Bowl, and then it's like, all right, where's he at now? He hasn't done shit at Michigan. And he's had and recruiting he had- classes. He's got resources, money. Everything. Everything. I mean, and he finally had a good year, and you couldn't fuck it up worse than he is right now. You just, no one could. You couldn't do it. So give, give me an insight before you get out of here. Uh, so, what have the fuck have they done? You're so much more in tune in college than me. What what have they done? I heard you talk about it last week. So, what the fuck has he done? It's just horrible recruiting class out here. I mean, just horrible. Like, he's getting no one. And he they had two of the top, let's say, five or 10 quarterbacks in the country, in the state of Michigan. One of them is CJ Carr, Lloyd Carr's grandson. Like, he lost a, two five-stars in the state of Michigan. One was a legacy to Notre Dame and Oregon. It's just like, what are you doing? How did you not you, – you had to secure one of those two. You just had a great year, made the playoffs, beat Ohio State, won the Big Ten. Like, you couldn't they're, – they're getting no one. They're second to last in the Big Ten recruiting class but ahead of Indiana, behind Rutgers. Fuck, what happened there? Indiana was actually doing well, too. Yeah, I don't. Indiana, they they it's fall hard off. Sell. I think they were really riding. I mean, in my opinion, a guy that's at Ohio State now, Kevin Wilson, was the head coach there. I think he did a, an unbelievable job at Indiana and built them up into what they were. Then they fired him, and it's just been a slow decline back into the depths of just mediocrity. I, I know Kevin pretty well. He, he was with you, right? Oh yeah, and, and he's a hell of an O line guy. I'm a fucking an O line guy. Like, oh he, yeah, he's big. He's time. the best. He's big. Time. He's the best. But so he was. I'm talking. About, he's my. He was my boy. Yeah. Right. Like he was my guy when yeah. we worked together. And then I started this show, and I said something about the offense, and this motherfucker blocked me on Twitter. Shut up! <laughs> I swear to God. Really? He blocked me, and I mean, I've talked to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to see your bullshit. I don't want to see you talk about my offense." And then he gets pissed. Number one offense in the in the country, yards per play, all this other shit. I'm like, "Yeah, but you guys just run outside zone. That's all I said." Like, can I get a guard pull? Just one. Just one. And he gets so pissed. <laughs> uh, he, so, quick question. So, quick story. So, I don't know if you know. You know Jeff Sims? 
I I don't know. I know him, but I okay. Don't, All right. Know. So he, he so so Kevin hires him in Indiana as a, as an ops recruiting off the field recruiting guy. So he's in the office recruiting guy. wasn't a wasn't tenant coach or nothing. But um, Pelini had just he was just with Pelini at FAU, and and then Kevin hires him out of Fort Scott JUCO. Gets him gets him to go because he had Levante David and Jason Pierre Paul that both went to Nebraska. So Wilson saw all that and was like, okay, boom. He gets to Indiana, takes Sims to with him, and. Then Sims gets fired and goes to FAU at Pelini. And uh, I was wondering because I so so one year I get I sit down with Wilson and we interview for an ops job that he had basically to replace Sims. Yeah. And uh, so he's telling me that, you know, this this is your gig. Da, 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 da. So a few days after the convention's over, I'm like, fuck, texting him like, what's going on? He's like, coach, the job's been set. Thanks. And I'm like, well, fuck. It was my job at fucking two days ago, but now it's been set. Like, hey, but that's my Kevin Wilson story. Now. He is the king of bullshit. Is he? Oh, yeah, he is. But you know what? Great dude. And I think I, I, I really think that what happened to him in Indiana, which was kind of a witch hunt. It was yeah, some yeah. bullshit about yeah, a, yeah. a concussion and all this other bullshit with a trainer. But I think it humbled him a little bit because he was, you know, he was he was the king. Sam Bradford, yeah. Jermaine Gresham, Oklahoma, like up-tempo offense then he went to indiana and really i mean indiana became a, a at least a tough team to yeah beat. yeah um and so i think he really was feeling himself a little bit and when he got fired he got humbled a little bit but yeah he's the king of bullshit where's he at now he's at ohio state he's still there oh yeah is he calling it no ryan's calling it but okay. he's the coordinator yeah 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 okay i didn't know that Yep. Well, shit, man. Um, I'm look. I'm, I'm excited, man. I appreciate you doing this for the for the for the show for the week. And like I said, uh, you guys, they can call in later on. But we'll talk about it before you start tomorrow. Before I get, I'm, a, I got, I'll be here all day and shit. And, and uh, you get time later on, we'll jump on a call and uh, go over everything. But that's cool. I'm excited for it. Nah, we'll, I appreciate we'll you, man. Everybody, make sure you follow uh, Coach and go on over to his YouTube show. And uh, you go what time every day on yours? I go 12.30 Eastern time every day. 12.30 Eastern time. So um, Coach does a short and sweet uh, rendition. So he's he's just gets right after all the nuts and bolts in football. So go over there. It's a great, great show. There's nobody breaking down football better. So make sure you guys go over and listen. A lot of you guys go listen to fucking ESPN. It's all bullshit fluff. So make sure you know that. Oh, we just broke down fucking Lamar Jackson. And you saw that uh, <laughs> it's not a hate. It's the truth. So it is what it is. Appreciate you, dog. I'll, I'll see you uh, later on. I right, appreciate it. All right, brother. All right. Um, shout out to big time coach Zach for doing this for me. Zach Smith doing that for me. Um, so you got to see our top fives. A um, few things. So I appreciate everybody joining, coming in. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member of the show. Um, obviously, this show is also brought to you by BlueChew.com. And uh, let me make sure Lucy's here for it. But BlueChew.com, check it out. Go on over. Use the promo code BELIEVE. Take a listen. Proud sponsor of the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast is BlueChew. Head on over to BlueChew.com. Being intimate with your partner should be the best part of your day. When you get to have it. Don't let whatever happened during your day get in your head and ruin the fun. The chewables from Bluetooth.com can make your day a better one. It'll make sure you're able to perform at your best when you get the opportunity to have fun. Every man wants a winning team. 
front row seats to the big game, and a partner to heat things up in the bedroom. Blue Chew can help with the last one. Make sure you head on over. Don't be a slapdick. Get you some Blue Chew. Use it today. You don't want to be laughed at in the bed, gentlemen. And your ladies don't want to go chase somebody else down because you can't get it up. Head on over to BlueChew.com. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell them that I sent you. Get you $5 off shipping using the promo code BELIEVE, and you can receive your first month free. BlueChew.com. Tell them I sent you. Peace. Yes, yes, yes. Of the Hate Me Now, oh, Love Me man, I got it. it doesn't stop. Um, appreciate everybody joining the show, man, on this menace Monday. Uh, Zach Smith just got off. Um, oh, yeah, Zach ain't going to – Zach don't care. He'll be himself this week. Don't even worry about it. He's going to be himself, guaranteed. Um, lots to discuss. Let me get back to the beginning of the show. We haven't even started this show yet. Uh, on this Menace Monday. So I wanted to get going. And I got to get you guys started in the right way. Um, Alan actually sent me this video, man. It's actually comical as hell. Um, it, it was crazy. Because the dog in the video looks like Stogie. My old dog. Obviously my ace. But pe- peep this shit out. This is what we got going right now. I just wanted to jump start the show. And get it started on hour two. Uh, with some twerking. By a bunch of bitches with no ass. No ass at all. They got the disease. No ass at all. Peep this video out. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with that shit. I have no idea what that shit was, okay? I got a little fucking gnat in here. I have no idea what the fuck that was right there. But, damn. Um, Jada said, some hottie Lou mentioned blue motherfucking chew, huh? I, I hear that. Um, lot to get going, man. Uh Oh, nah, Jada. I couldn't do one right now unless somebody was under the desk right now. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't have, you know, Bluetooth just sitting here on GP with a hard wee-wee. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't do that. I I got flow like Wido. Look at that shit. I'm a motherfucking rhymer around here. That dog, yeah, that dog was crazy. He didn't want to look. They must have had a steak dangling in front of that motherfucker. Um, I don't know what they had going on on that shit. That shit is comical, though. Uh, I, I <laughs> uh, but we're here on this Menace Monday, man. Lots to get, o- lots to go over, lots to go over. Um, LeBron had 42 in the Drew League here in Compton and Watts in California, but apparently he was two for 13 from the three point line and missed the layup to force overtime. Doesn't that sound like some hating ass shit? That is the quote from Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless, I gotta be honest, is a bitch made cat. Skip Bayless says some bitch made cats for a motherfucker who couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. He sure talks a lot. And I'm not a huge LeBron fan. He does some shit and says some dumb shit here and there. But one thing he's never done, he's never fucking 
beat no one, rape no one, been a fucking pedophile or weirdo that we know of at least. So, you know, I think LeBron deserves a little bit more credit than he gets. But at the same time, I'm not a LeBron guy. I think he says some dumb shit. And, uh, you know, I get it. You want to defend Brittany Griner and all that shit. But at the same time, hey, man, don't do the crime. You can't do the fucking time. Um, but anyway, you know, LeBron gets a lot of He can't do right. He, but welcome to big boy world. That's just what it is. Welcome to big boy world. Because with the, the more you make, the more they take, brother. So I don't feel sorry for you. Give me your money. I'll fuck around and take over your role. <laughs> Shit. You, you, I'm sure you get more positive than negative. But Skip Bayless says some bitch-made shit, dog. I, I got to be honest. He, he says some bitch-made shit. Um, I, I, you know, I just he just says some bitch-made shit, man. I, Skip Bayless. I have no respect for Skip Bayless. Um, if you're drunk, this is how y'all look. How that drunk one night stand looking, walking into the courtroom trying to file child support. And I know you men out there have been there, done that. I know you all are like, fuck, I hit that. Because once you get blue chew, you fuck anything, people. So make sure you're not fucking that and then you have to go pay child support. Make sure you're clear and make sure we're good. Um... Don't be the one in court getting child support put on your ass from a motherfucker looking like that. Please. If you haven't seen, Ricky Martin's facing 50 years in prison. Have you guys heard this? Ricky Martin's facing 50 years in prison uh, for domestic abuse and incest with his nephew. Now, that shit to me is fucking crazy. You know, I, I... I know Lucy's probably devastated. She probably thinks Ricky Martin's fine or whatever. Jada, I don't know if you guys think he's fine or not. Um, But damn. It ain't fake, Alexander. I looked it up, dog. We looked it up. Everything that I saw is everything I saw is Ricky Martin has been literally accused. And it's out there. So check it out. Check it out. Alan said he's gay. I, I have no idea. I didn't even know who Ricky Martin really is. Um, so it is true, though. That's not made up, by the way. So make sure you go look it up. Um, I didn't even know who Ricky fucking Martin really was. But um, but listen, I want to break down the world we're in right now. I want to break down the world that we are in right now. All right? And it's a soft one. It is a fucking soft-ass world. And I want you to see Sesame Street is trending. A mother is speaking out on social media after she says a theme park character at Sesame Place ignored her children and greeted others. Sesame Place has since released a statement, but the mother alleges the park is just trying to save their appearances. Listen, man. So you're telling me that this motherfucking made-up human ha- had to, you had to greet every single fucking kid in the park or you're going to go cry about it? Like, get over it, some of you fucking soft fucking parents. No wonder our kids in this generation are so fucking soft. Get over the motherfucking self. Get over yourself. God damn. 
I'm sorry, your kid didn't get addressed by fucking Sesame Street. It, uh, it's okay, okay? It's okay. Shit. Um, Jada, who are you talking about? That girl, that's the lady, the fat one? Um, this is also, I'm proving to you how soft and enabled we are in society. Did you hear that this motherfucking... Juan Soto reject four hundred and forty million dollars, and now will entertain trade offers. the na- The Nationals don't want to keep him because he don't want to be there. This is the world we're in. These are the soft motherfuckers that we're in now. They won't even take the the bag that y'all call it. They want to fucking get traded, and they can't compete. These motherfuckers will not compete at one place and make that team a contender. The Nationals just won a fucking championship, didn't they? Just won a World Series? Like, goddamn, you can't stay put. These motherfuckers are always chasing the greener pasture instead of making something solidified and make their put their fucking stamp down, put their foot in the fucking sand, leave their sand print. And, like, I don't get it. Like, how about you leave a legacy at one fucking place like Jordan and Kobe and Magic and Kareem and fucking Bird and fucking all the baseball greats that have came through the the world? Like, how about you stop chasing every single thing when it gets tough? Like, he was on a team that won the World Series. And, God damn, dog. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I'm on this soft kick right now because I want to just continue to prove all the soft shit. So Juan Soto wants out. KD wants out. Kyrie wants out. Even though they've signed four-year commitments. And you wonder why everybody says decommitment now and gets out of their commitment and wants to decommit. Because... We're so fucking soft, man. We're so soft. We cannot commit to anything. We don't even know what the term means. But then we got guys like John Wall. Clippers just signed him, made him a big old deal. And he came out and said, I don't think a lot of people could have gotten through what I went through the last three years. Losing my mom, losing my grandma, tearing my Achilles. That was very tough. But I'm grateful to have an opportunity to be here. He looks soft as pussy. I'm just going to be honest. His face reminds me of pussy. And I I just got to be real, man. I got to be real. Not a lot of people could have got through what you went through in your generation. Because not in my generation, motherfucker. We play with broken legs and shit in Super Bowls. You should fucking go Google that shit, motherfucker. You should go look at that shit, you new young generation, about what not too many people could have got through it. Bitch, fucking please. You enabled soft motherfucker got a fucking hangnail and want to miss nine games. Motherfucker, you had an Achilles. Did you see Kobe Bryant walk off the fucking court after he shot his two free throws? You rolled off the court like a bitch? Man, shut the fuck up. Kobe Bryant's two years younger than me. And was fucking, would do fucking, would be rolling over in his grave thinking about how soft pussy you motherfuckers are. You make all this fucking money and you still want to talk about you couldn't go through it. I was at practice the day my dad died. 
You don't know how many people could have got through your situation. Bitch, fucking please. You disrespectful little cunts. All you motherfuckers just think about you and the now. You John Morant motherfuckers. I don't know if it's true about about what LeBron said this past weekend at the Jew. At the Drew, he came out and said, basically, I played a bunch of people that were that that were playing against Michael Jordan. I don't know if that's true yet. I haven't looked into it. But why is it that all these motherfuckers want to come out now and start disrespecting the greatest of all time? I got to understand this. I, I, I got to see why this is. And if you think LeBron James for any minute that the motherfuckers in the Drew League could have played against fucking Michael Jordan. Or were the talent core of against Michael Jordan? You're out of your fucking mind. You and John Morant should be smoking the same crack. Do you get your shit from China with Brittany Griner and fucking... Are you smoking the same shit Brittany Griner smoking, motherfucker? Because I got to be honest. You got to be kidding me. Um, Man, there's no fucking way. There's no way that you really believe this shit. Like, there's no fucking way. But anyway, you know what? We're not even using Google no more anyway in your generation. Your generation's so soft, you're not even using Google. You're using TikTok and Instagram as your primary search engine. That makes total fucking sense. Google alert. Almost 50% of Gen Z uses TikTok and Instagram as their primary search engine. Like, no wonder we're so fucked up. No fucking wonder we're so fucked up. Sunshine Rose, appreciate you. Sunshine Rose wants to see my Google dick, by the way. So we got that going. Um, you can go on Google and make sure you know I got 12 and a half inch around dick. Around, not long, around. I can't even tell you what Google says how long it is. It might be fucking 15, 17 inches. I have no idea. Plus, I'm worth about $100 million. So go Google that shit. But now you can go on TikTok and Instagram and check it out. Now you can go on those things and check it out. So, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, that girl, I wanted to show you. The girl that... I'm glad you agree, Sunshine Rose. They're soft as runny baby shit, man. Runny baby shit soft, I'm telling you. Um, I got to ask you what the fuck this is. Please give me your honest opinion and assessment what this is right here. This motherfucker right here said, bitch, I'm a baddie. Now, I want you to read her tweet. I want you to read her tweet. She's verified on Twitter, by the way. This is her tweet. Just because you're fat doesn't mean you're not healthy. Because sexy, beautiful, hardworking, happy, confident, or independent people, it means there's more to love. I love my fat ass. I can call myself that. You can't. I say it so no one else in the room has to. (laughs) Oh, fuck, dog. We are so fucking delusional. We are so fucking delusional in the world right now. This motherfucker says she can call herself that so no one else has to. But when someone does, you're going to be offended, right? See, that's the problem. You motherfuckers are all coming out saying the same shit. You guys are all offended by shit you all say. 
You can't be offended by a motherfucker that's you about shit that you talk about. It don't make no sense. How the fuck are you gonna be offended by some shit you say? Man, we're so fucked up, dog. I I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I'm so over this shit. Uh, a judge who Trump appointed, by the way, has basically blocked the Biden administration rules ensuring transgender people at schools and workplaces have access to bathrooms, locker room, and sports teams. Says a credible source, Bloomberg. So, a judge in Tennessee temporarily blocked the Biden administration rule ensuring transgender people at schools and workplaces have access to bathrooms. Kudos to you. Kudos to that judge. Now, I'm not here to talk about... I'm not here because I'm hating transgenders or gays or LGBTQ, whatever that shit. I don't, I'm not here to say that. I'm not a gay basher. I don't give a fuck what you do, what you are, who you choose to be, or what you make up to be, right? Because we know that you're made up humans anyway. But I have to be honest, like... Somebody has to start standing up for some real shit. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want my daughter going to the bathroom and a motherfucker pulls his dick out. I just don't think that shit is right. It just goes against every fucking thing that we have been, have either learned or taught our entire life. So, I, I don't understand. These made-up humans think that they're they're fucking belong with regular, general-populated, naturally-born people. No, you're not. You made up yourself. It's a cheat code, in my opinion, to be as weird as you fucking possibly can to go in and be around a girl that you could never get or a man that you could never get as a gay boy and that is how you think you can get yourself back in the game. But none of you have ever thought about that shit, have you? These are weirdo fucks who think they belong in, 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 and they want to have this gray fucking area where they can slide down the middle and not offend any side of the thing and still try to be talking to, still be able to talk to women and men. Nah, motherfucker. You make your bed, sleep in it. You want to be this person and you want to have this sex change and cut off your dick and cut off your pussy and add a dick or whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Live with that community. Be with them. I say it all the time. You shouldn't be able to allow, you shouldn't be allowed to fuck same sex using no condoms, using no protection, and then you want to say you're bi and then go have sex with a normal person, a woman or a man, and then pops up, they have AIDS, they have HIV, they have this. And then your bitch ass wants to deny the fact that this is what it is. Nah, motherfucker, you're a fucking criminal in my opinion. But we don't want to bring that up. We don't want to bring that shit up. You are a criminal. You have manipulated the system and lied about who you fuck because you want to add by to it well guys sorry there's no such thing as a bi male stop fucking saying it there ain't a fucking real thing it's not a real thing once you cross over motherfucker you have crossed over you're on the other side of things 
So you're either gay or you're not. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. You're infecting honest living motherfuckers who are thinking you're a heterosexual because you lied and said you were. See, you motherfuckers won't tell the truth, though. You won't bring that shit up. Why? I don't understand why you won't bring that shit up. I really don't. But it is what it is, man. Um, I don't get it. It's just you guys are fucking weirdos, dog. You're really weirdo fucks. I'm just being honest. But that's a dude. We know that. Motherfucker's verified, by the way. Never be blocked. They'll, he'll never be blocked. He'll never get blocked or banned. Sorry, banned, not blocked. He'll never get banned. Because you imagine Twitter banning him? Fuck no. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. They'll never get banned. Uh, there's no way. No way. Um, I don't know if you know, but this is why we're so soft. This is the world we're living in. This is what you. This is why we're doing and saying. This is why I bring up this hard, harsh realities of shit. How to destroy the U.S. military? Here's five easy steps. Army cuts off more than sixty thousand unvaccinated guard and reserve soldiers from pay and benefits. That happened in July this month. The next day, Army training says soldiers must shower with transgender persons of opposite sex. Did you hear that story? July eighteenth, which was, or I'm sorry, June eighteenth, a month ago, U.S. military marches in front of Pride flag, not an American flag in sight. Four days later, June 22nd, Navy training video tells sailors how to use correct pronouns and create safe spaces. You wonder why we're going to get ran through like a motherfucking corn on the cob in your little asshole? This is why. June 23rd, a day later, top generals defend studying critical race theory in the military. And then you wonder why we're so fucked up. You wonder why we're getting fucking raped and pillaged through by China and Russia economically. And why our fucking bitch-ass president is sitting here in Saudi Arabia bitching and moaning about the Live Golf Tournament. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to go golf with, with Pat and have some, throw some back. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not promoting being overweight either. I, I've, I've just lost 27 pounds for a reason, right? It is unhealthy. Like the more weight you have, usually higher cholesterol. Usually diabetes is a is a come after that, and then usually you it, it wears on your ligaments, bones, and and all your joints. See, if we can break this down into a, a huge thing, so overweight is not healthy in any regard. Heart disease. Blood disease, fucking weak, talk about liver disease, high blood pressure, which causes strokes and aneurysms. We can get into overweight people being unhealthy all day long. So these people come out and make up these fucking stories just for whatever you guys call it, clickbait or whatever the fuck you call it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm just being honest. I don't really get it. Um, it's fucking crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. Um, 
How'd you guys like my five, my top five side pieces, Lucy? I think my top five side pieces have some some merit. They carry some weight. They carry some weight. Um, Sunshine Rose. Hey, I like them thick. Shit. But, you know, each his own, right? Each his own. I don't like skinny girls. I like some meat. I like some meat on the bones. Um, Amber Rose got to go, Wido? Got to go off the list? No. Are you serious? How can you say that? Man, there's no way. No way. Amber Rose, look at that. You, she gotta go. Oh, Amber Rose is sexy as hell. I don't know what I don't know shit that she does, but Amber Rose sexy as a motherfucker. If that's gotta go, shit. Oh, Ace, you're killing me. You guys are killing me. Oh, I'll take Amber Rose all day long. I'll take Amber Rose all day long. Um, TJ, what was it? Let me let me put up my top five side pieces, dog. I got to bring it up again for you real quick. Um, see, I got old school people. It's not just all looks, though, TJ. I got, I had to put some things that meant some shit. I grew up with Vanity, so I had to see her. Amber Rose to me is just she just has that like exotic look. Alicia Keys talented as fuck. Plus, I think she's beautiful. Marilyn Monroe was just before her time. She was the original. And then Selma Hayek, because I had to get everyone from every... I don't have any Asian in there, though. Um, but I had to get some ethnicities in there. You know what I mean? So, that's my top five side pieces right there. Oh, I like short hair, dog. I like short hair, Ace. I love short hair. You know why, Ace? See, the reason you said put a wig on, because you're not used to short hair. See, the thing is, you cannot have short hair if you have an ugly, fat, big old fucking face. You have to be beautiful to have short hair or no hair. You have to be beautiful. You cannot have short hair. You cannot have short hair or no hair and have a fucking huge head or ugly forehead like Tyra Banks. You couldn't be. Tyra Banks couldn't have no hair. Tyra Banks would look like a fucking alien if she had no hair. So I just want to make sure you're clear. Um. Yeah, Selma Hayek's fine, too. She's fine. Selma Hayek's fine. Look at Selma Hayek. She's just naturally beautiful. You know what I mean? But her titties have gotten bigger. Titties have gotten a lot bigger. So I don't know if those are pumped up or not. Um, And she, she, you know, I've loved Selma Hayek since shit. Since back in the day. Uh, Megan Good, no, Megan Good has no body, dog. Megan Good is super small, Wido. See, Wido, you a small cat, though. See, you, you know, Amber might be too much meat for you, dog. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big cat. I need, I need some meat. I can't do no little ass shit. I can't do no little ass shit like that. Uh, uh, she has face tats, too. I don't give a fuck, dog. Short, fat, skinny, or tall. If they find, I fuck them all. Don't trip. Aaliyah, Brian, Aaliyah's fine. 
Leah's fine. Uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But we're in a fucking bad place. We're in a shitty place. I'm just be real with you. We're in a fucked up spot right now. We're in a fucked up spot because I don't believe the poll question really should have been, do guys really care after a certain amount of time with their significant other? Or do girls really care? Lucy, Jada, all you women in here, do you guys really give a shit? After a certain amount of time, when do you start looking around again? Because I'm just telling you, dog, I don't believe monogamy is for humans. I think humans are meant to look around. That's just what it really is. Sad as you want to say, I get out. I'm, kudos to all the wives and husbands out there who've been married for so long. I, Hey, kudos to you guys. Uh, shout out, right? Shout out to everybody that's been married for multiple years and all that and great life, happy wife, happy life, all that shit. But this is the new shit right here. Husband buys sex doll that looks like wife for when she's not in the mood. How about that shit? Like, is that not some creepy, weird old shit? So if she's not in the mood, he fucks her. <laughs> Dog, this shit is like exhausting. That shit is exhausting. Who, Who's going to fuck a plastic thing? If you fuck with a plastic doll like that, I just have to say. You're a weirdo motherfucker. And for the the ladies, the girl that took the video or the picture, whoever, this girl right here, the main, the real human, she's a weirdo fuck too. Would you imagine, you imagine one of you ladies in his chat, you taking that picture with your man, with the doll that he fucks on when you're gone? <laughs> Uh, that's some white people shit right there, boy. I tell you, that's some real white people shit. Uh, there is no question about it. Uh, Tia Carrera. I like Tia Carrera. That's not how you spell her name, Sean Waffle, but I think you're talking about the same one. Is that the Tia Carrera, the, the, the actress that was in the Schwarzenegger movie? Is that who I'm thinking of? Or is there a porn star, Tia Carrera? She sounds like a porn name. But I believe you're talking about Tigger. I know who you're talking about if that's her. The Asian mixed Asian lady. Oh, she's fine too. I know who that is. She's bad. She is bad. I like her. Um, yeah, I like Tia Carrera. Um, oh, yeah, there's a lot going on, man. We got a lot of shit out there. We got a lot of bullshit. But Amber Rose is fire. Look at that shit. She fine as hell. Isn't she with, like, Wiz Khalifa and all these other motherfuckers? I don't know who she fucks with. Like, all these motherfuckers just fuck the same motherfuckers. That's what's crazy about it. They all fuck the same people. They all fuck the same people. Trip out. I want you to see my little, uh, we got a little intro ad. We, we're, we're, we're creating a commercial we shot, and this is just our little intro to it. Just peep it out. I want you to see it. Captain Vodka, please.
came out all right. That's our intro. We don't know what we're doing yet. We're still creating a com- commercial. We got a lot of shit to, to put in there, though. So, oh, yeah, heavy pour, dog. Got to do it. Got to do the heavy pour. Uh, have you seen this Wingstop commercial? First of all, I want to show you this inflation video real quick. Uh, before I show you this disturbing ass shit, I want to show you this. Inflation. Erica printed six and a half trillion dollars of money. Forty percent of all the money ever printed in America was printed in the last 12 months. Forty percent. And you know what's crazy? All this money they printed. Let's give stimulus to this, to that person, to this person. You know what happened? No matter who they give the money to, guess who the money flowed to? To the rich people. The rich got richer. Not because they're bad people, because they were ready. Because poor people don't know how to manage their money when it comes to them. How you do the next 12, 24, 36, 60 months will be predicated based on what kind of strategies you have in place. If you do it right, money's gonna flow to you. If you don't, money's gonna flow to somebody else. But if you just go winging it, don't expect money to come to you. So that guy right there, I've actually got to meet him a few times. One of my friends is good friends with that guy. He does a lot of business management shit. He's actually pretty good. One of the known, he's one of the known guys uh, on all that stuff. But he's that's an alarming fucking deal. Did you hear about how much money we've printed? Holy shit, Alan! That girl, she came out and did a model. She modeled for us, and uh, over the weekend, she was here last weekend. Shout out to uh, Jade. I loved Elvira. Elvira, big ass titty. She looked good. I, I used to be uh, when I was a little kid. I used to look up to her. Oh my goodness, um, I liked Elvira. Then she got older, and I was like, "Fuck!" I got older, but um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I liked Elvira though. Um, shout out to. Uh, Hector, Hector hit all his bets, by the way, on our Friday show. So make sure you check it out. Um, Make sure you look into Hector's bets every day. Go follow him, Capo's Capping, I think, on Twitter. But he hit those shots. He hit all those calls, man. So so make sure you give us a follow and uh, hit his Twitter up. Hit his uh, new, new YouTube show. He's got a new YouTube show out, too. Uh, man, I got to show you this crazy shit right here, though. I want you to see. This is the hood way of polygamy, and they just shit on the way Utah and the Mormons do it. Peep game. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? You know, hey, you see the unit in the kitchen. I got my wives working together right here. I got my wife, Ruth, right here helping the children hey. say hey. I got Zion. Say what's up, Zion. What's up? I got my wife Sarah. Say hey, Sarah. Hey, hey, what about Sheba? My wife Bathsheba. Hello. What about Susanna? Hey, say hey. Hello. And here go my newly wife right there. Hey, Don. Don, say hello. Hello. There go my wife Don right there. Hey, there go my big girl Grace. Say hey, Grace. Hello. We getting it ready for the children. We about to feed the children. Say what's up, Isaac. That's my boy Isaac. That's Opus. Say hey, hey. Hey. There go Samson. Say what's up. Look at Samson. There go my girl Rachel. Say hey. There go my girl Becca. Say hey, Becca. That's my baby. There go my big girl. She been out there playing, so she's sweating. That's Miriam. Then we even got my baby girl Leah right there. Say hey, baby girl. So look, just showing you, we can work in unity. These women ain't in no competition. <laughs> that motherfucker 
had real eight wives and a motherfucking gang of kids. Oh, my God. Ace, appreciate you. Did you see that shit? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I've re- I put it on my social media, TJ. I don't know if you got social media. Um, yeah, I've never been married, but I know one wife could be too many, so I don't know how eight of them motherfuckers will work. And sisters at that? Oh, my goodness. That shit right there, I don't know. Oh, boy, must be the master manipulator. The master. Oh, man, that shit is comical. That shit is comical. Um, I don't understand that one. That shit right there is unfucking believable Have you seen the Wingstop video? These cowardly cunt motherfuckers, man. They all want to carry a strap now because they're so weak and soft. They got to shoot your motherfucking ass because you know they'll get their ass beat. They want to be able to throw shit on people working. You wonder why nobody wants to work either. See, that's another thing. You, You wonder why motherfuckers aren't trying to work either. First of all, there ain't no real money in it. Second of all, you have to deal with dumb motherfuckers like this. I, I couldn't even imagine being an Uber driver right now. I couldn't be no Uber driver and have to deal with the shit some of these people have to deal with. You see the old ladies get beat up by all the fucking five kids? Like, dog, this shit is unbelievable. I, I, I don't understand it. I wouldn't know how to do it. I don't get it. I couldn't do it. There's no fucking way. Um, shit is crazy. This is something I thought was funny, though. This motherfucker tried to break away from the cops. And just basically was in the wrong footwear. That motherfucker took a head dive. That motherfucker hit his head first. Hit his head first. Had some fucking slides on, flip-flops, whatever you want to call them, sandals, whatever. That motherfucker hit his head hard as shit. Uh, That's the world we live in, dog. That's the the year that we live in this world right now. We live in this world. Motherfucker don't want to work. We all want to disrespect. We all want to run from the cops. We want to shoot the cops. We want to fight the cops. We want to run from them. We want to talk shit. We want to talk bad to motherfucking grown older folks. We want to hit teachers. We want to talk back to parents and coaches. And if we don't like it, we transfer or we shoot the motherfucker. That is what the world has become. It's fucking mind boggling. It's mind-boggling. And then girls don't want to be objectified. 
We say it every day. The girls are talking about respect in class and don't treat us for, don't look at us certain ways. And but you only go to the gym to show off your ass and your titties. Let's be honest, Jada, Lucy, all the females in the chat, keep it one hundred. You guys like the attention. I get all that, but like, if I was your man, you wouldn't be wearing that shit out the house to no workout, no at no gym with all dudes. And this is why. (laughs) Come on, man. For real? That's all for tweets, retweets, and likes. That's what it is. Alan just sent me that video and uh, dog, that shit is what it's crazy. But then she'd be talking about don't disrespect me. Don't call me no ho. (laughs) That's what that's what it is, dog. That's what you get right there. That's what the fuck we're dealing with. That is what we see every day if you go to a gym. I don't go to gyms. Shit, I got my own gym. I don't even fuck with it. I'm just staying right here like, fuck it. Um, Yeah, the finest ones do be about their business, why though, from what my experience tells me. But at the same time, though, you know, they all wear the yoga pants shit. So I get it. I mean, I guess it's comfortable and all that shit. But damn. Oh, I don't get it. That's crazy to me. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this, though. I want you to listen to this shit. A woman forced to carry a dead fetus for two weeks because of some abortion laws. Two weeks she had to carry around in her body a two-week dead old dead fetus. You got to be shitting me, America. We can't be this fucking sadistic and cynical. Like we're 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 satanic. We're doing satanic ritual type of shit that you see in movies. Now females are forced to carry around two week old fetuses. Come on, man, be real. Keep it real. That shit don't. It's crazy to me. Uh, I want to get back to the dog in the club. That shit looks like stogie like a motherfucker. Um, if you haven't seen it, Lucy, another great state of Texas, another great state of Texas. Um, this is the people, dog. This is what we got right here. Hey, everybody. This is Congressman Ronnie Jackson from the great state of Texas. I have a message for the Biden administration. If you're thinking about taking our ARs, you can start here in Texas. On behalf of all the law-abiding gun owners in the state of Texas, I just want to say, come and get it. <laughs> That's the world we are living in. That is the world we are living in right there. That is a Texas congressman 
who basically told the president of the United States to come get it. A fucking verbal threat, in my opinion, right? That's a verbal threat to the sitting president, regardless of his incompetence, regardless of whatever. You can say what you want. But this is who we have in major hierarchy positions. That's the trip about it. You do realize that these young cats are singing you fight the law, fight the rule, fight the law and the order. And what do they do? They fight it with you. You get enough dumb motherfuckers making a left at the stop sign, dog. You can't have a fucking civil dispute, right? (laughs) These are leaders in our country who can't even separate themselves from commenting and saying the most dumb shit, even against our own president, regardless of how you feel about him. This is why there's so much divide. We have idiotic motherfuckers in command of all levels at all branches of the government. The people that are controlling it are fucking unbelievably stupid. And uh, even if see back in the day, the difference between that video being put out and not put out, we've thought this way forever. Humans have thought this way and had our disputes and disagreements forever. But we wouldn't say it. We wouldn't say it. We wouldn't come out and say it because we knew other people were watching. That's just why all the athletes that come out there and do dumb shit and, 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 and mispractice and talk about it and don't show up and want more money and this and that transfer four times, enter the portal and then they want more NIL money and da, 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 da. all this shit decommit, commit, decommit. All the shit you see is a trickle down to all the young kids that watch. And they, it's learned behavior. And you wonder why we're so fucked up. Telling you. Jade, I don't know if any of them had bounce. I don't see no ass in that video. I had, I had seen no ass. I'm looking for some ass, Jada, in that. I don't see ass. I see... I just... I, I don't know. I don't see no ass. I see a lot of... A lot of bone. A lot of... A lot of bony structures. I see a lot of bony structures in that motherfucker. I see a lot of... I I couldn't hit. Uh, I see a lot of that. I see a lot of I wouldn't ever hit. <laughs> I see a lot of you know. I don't want to. I don't want to hit bone versus bone. Like what kind of shit is that? I need some ass to clap back or something. Holy shit! That's a lot of bone. A lot of a lot of hard back. You know what I'm saying? A lot of hard back in that video. I can't. There's a lot of hardback in that video, dog. Um, you know, I don't know. That shit is crazy to me. That shit is crazy. A lot of hardback. Uh, pelvis on pelvis is right. You know, shit. At least if you slapping your nuts on something, it's hitting some ass or some or some or some some monkey. It ain't hitting just straight 
fucking nothing. There's nothing to hit. There ain't no thigh there. There ain't no fucking drop. There ain't no ass cheek. So I don't know what the fuck's cracking there. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No way. I couldn't do it. Ain't gonna be able to do it. Ain't gonna be able to do it. Um, RG3's fucking top five is unbelievable. We all just want clickbait, dog. That shit is crazy to me. Unbelievable to me. Um, anyway, this show is going to be about done. I got, uh, yeah, knee, Jada with knee pads on. Yeah, knee pads on. You got to be shitting me. Uh, I'm in the audio side, and we're going to come on over to YouTube after hours as I... <laughs> I upload the audio. I got to get ready to get packed up and get ready to get out of here later on. Um, head on to Arizona. But I will be calling in this week, and I'll be on the show uh, chopping it up with uh, Zach. And I know Zach's going to do a good job for you guys, man. I appreciate you guys hanging in there, coming on in. Make sure you tune in this whole week with Zach. Zach's going to have a lot of good football talk and a lot of good banter. He's got a good co-host that talks football. So they talk a lot of football. So... I wish I could just do a football show, but, you know, that's not what I want to do right now because there's not enough people that understand my t- lingo. You don't understand fuck football. So I'm not going to talk to a bunch of fucking retards who can't understand the fucking sport. Somebody pays me, I'll do it, but fuck. I'm not doing no bullshit. Yeah, I think Zach's going to be as authentic as it gets. Um, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked him if it wasn't, so he's going to be good. He's going to be good. So, um, but I appreciate everybody coming on over, man. I will see you. This, I'll see you this whole week. I'll see you tomorrow afternoon because I'll be driving through the night and I'll get to Arizona and then uh, I'll be chilling with Pat and then uh, I'll be calling in and we'll chop it up. You never know who I'll be with. I might be with fucking Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, who name you name it. I'll be I'll be around the motherfuckers this week and uh, we'll chop it up. I might be on the golf course shooting. Uh, Holding ones and shit. Who knows? But a lot of business to discuss down there. And then uh, that's something that I will announce at a later date. Um, plus uh, a lot of other things. So we'll, we'll get to that. And uh, YouTube, stay on. Uh, I'll, I'll have the after hours and the after party coming up right now. And then uh, that's right there. So come on over to the after party and the after hours. And then uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow with uh, Zach Smith. Coach Smith will be here the rest of the week. And I'll see you guys again full go next Monday for Menace Monday with Coach Smith once again. So you'll see a lot of Coach Smith here shortly. And then we're going to start doing some stuff too as we get closer to college football season and the NFL. So appreciate you guys. YouTube, stay here. I'll be back tomorrow as a guest on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later show with Coach Zach Smith. Make sure you head on over to BlueChew.com and bet online and use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. I appreciate you guys. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm in my mode, ready to transform you in the I hate a storm. Hail Marys, I make it poor. 